Well, hope you're all doing good today. I, uh, man, I just couldn't get warm this morning. I don't know about you, but it's cold. Anyways, we're just glad that you're here today. You know, this time of year, there's just so many different emotions, and people will think about our childhood or what we're going through or different things. And, uh, but I want you to know that no matter what we face, in Jesus, there's always light. There's always light, and he's always going to direct your path. Let's pray. Father, we come before you today, this special time of year that we celebrate your birth. Lord, so many in the world celebrate your birth without even realizing while you were born, what you did for us. And Jesus, what you've done for us on the cross. So, Father, we come to you today. We know that you are hope. Lord, those that are here today that maybe had faced adversity this year, last couple years, or thinking about their childhood, whatever it might be, Lord, let them know that you're here to give them light, to give them love, to give them warmth. Father, we can do all things through you. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to turn your Bibles to... Uh, Matthew chapter 2, if you have them. When you're turning there, I want to just check one other thing real quick. Matthew, and we're going to look at uh, chapter 2. Let me check one other thing here. You know, we're doing a series on the king and his kingdom. And this passage today, we're going to look at the light of Jesus, the light that goes before you. I want you to realize today as a believer that there is not one situation that you have in your life that, let me just say it this way, might be temporarily dark, but deep down, it'll always be light. And I want you to remember that today. The light that goes before us. You know, as we read this passage, and I, I couldn't help but think, you know, you drive around like we all do this time of year, and you see all the different, you know, uh, houses lit up and everything. And, and I don't have anything wrong. Don't get me wrong. I don't have anything wrong against Disney or anything like that. But, you know, you see all the different Disney characters and all the things in people's yards, and I'm thinking, you know, that's fine. That's good. But, but who would have ever thought? Even, even 40 years ago, we would have gotten so far away from the true purpose and meaning of, of what this time of year is. So I want you to pull back. I want you to realize what we have in Jesus and, and follow with me as we read Matthew chapter 2, verses 9 through 12. This is a, speaking about the wise men after they had conversed with Herod. When they had heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. So we know it took them quite some time to get here or to get where Jesus was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And then being divinely warned in a dream 
they should not return to Herod. They departed for their own country another way. Most of you know what a GPS system is. And it is amazing to me just that technology. People who invented that are millionaires. But I want you to know that when they started that whole invention, they, they, couldn't, they couldn't quite get it perfected. And they had one satellite up there, and, and with working the way they would do it, and it was always off by uh, a certain time, and it was always off by a certain distance. And they, they just couldn't figure it out. And then they realized because of different time zones and gravity, if they put not only one but another up there, so they had three different satellites, they would bounce off of each other. And by doing that, it corrected the problem. And so it, it is amazing to you and even to me that when we have that GPS system that you punch that in, whatever it might be, and you get to your destination. Now, I don't know if you've ever had this happen to you with the GPS system, but I've actually gone to the wrong place with a GPS system. Maybe you haven't. Here's how I've done that. I got the address right. I got the zip code wrong. See, what happens is we can put everything in, and here it is, whether it's me or whether it's that system, it's still man-made. And it's still a man or a woman punching that in. Now, isn't it amazing when it comes to your life or my life, we try and figure this life out ourself. And we're going to take every bit of knowledge that we have and we're going to try and correct whatever it is that wherever we need to get to, we're going to do it ourselves. And Jesus is saying all the way along, hold on, I'm here to direct you. The light is with us to go before us. People read that story and they think, you know, well, okay, there's a star over where Jesus was and, you know, in, in Bethlehem and a whole different things. And we're not sure eventually how, actually how old Jesus was and where exactly that he was at that point in time. Many people think that it took a year for the wise men to get there. But here's what's interesting. The star did two different things. And this is what Jesus wants to do in your life and mine. The star gives us hope on the journey. All the way along as the wise men saw the star, far, far away, it was still going in a direction. And they could know that, that by what? How, how did they know what to do? They studied the Old Testament. They studied what they had of the Bible at that time. And they knew as long as they, they follow this and they look to that, it wouldn't work out to where they ended up where they didn't want to be. I'm here to tell you today, you might be on a journey that's kind of dark. And you might be relying on yourself. And Jesus is saying, I want you to trust in what I've given you. And the spirit that is going to guide you, is going to give you light within you, is going to direct you. Now, not only is, is the Lord going to direct us, he's going to show us when we get there, this is it. 
Do you think as a believer that the, that the Lord is up in heaven and, and he is taking your life and he teases you? He wants to tease you. He wants to get you to a certain place that's way out there and then just leave you there, get you confused. That's not who Jesus is. It says that they rejoiced when they found the house where Jesus was. Listen to this. A wicked king told them to find a king that would reign forever. A wicked king told them to find a king that would reign forever. Do you know that is Joseph in the Old Testament? What did he tell his brothers when they were so distraught and, and racked with guilt because of what they did to their brother when he was a kid and sold him off into slavery and yet, and now he became next to Pharaoh in all of Egypt and they realized what they had done to him. As we see that, what did he say? God wants you to know this. You meant it for evil. But God turned it into good. The devil might even try and take you to a certain place in your life. But with your intentions and you're following the Lord and you're trying to do what is right, you don't even know what's happening. But you're try you can't see. You don't know what's going on. All you know with this light that's within you is directing you to go down this path. And it might seem awful dark. You might not even think that this is right in the right way, but Jesus is somewhere in there within you is directing you. You don't have the complete answer. Joseph, for some 13 years, didn't know what was going to happen to his life. And then all of a sudden, he had arrived. The wise men had arrived. And it all came together. The Bible tells us, that they worshipped him with gold and frankincense as myrrh they do, would do with a king. It's interesting. It says that uh, then being divinely warned in a dream, they should not return to Herod. So what did they do? They departed for their own country another way. That's the end of that story. I want you to know when, when the Lord is directing you, he's going to direct you. He's going to finish it all the way. He's going to take you what it did to their home country. He's going to take you all the way home. All we've got to do is realize no matter what happens, the light of Jesus is going to go before me. And as that light goes before me, as long as I look to that light, not anything else, because I'm going to tell you what, as they traveled maybe for a year, seeing that star go before them, I'm sure they went through all kinds of territory and all kinds of, of dust storms, and it was dark and all the different things, but they kept going because they saw the light. That's all Jesus wants us to know. You might be in that position. You might be right there today. You're not there right now at where you would like to be. But the spirit of Jesus is taking you there. And then when you get there, he's going to show you that's exactly where you're supposed to be. And then when you get there, he's going to show you how to make it the rest of the way through his light. Let me give you another example. What does he do all the way along? What is he going to help you with? As we worship a king and we believe who Jesus is, that means we're going to follow him. He's always going to direct you. 
If he always directs you and you follow his path, you know what the next thing he'll do? He'll always protect you. If he always directs you and you're willing to trust him because it's a trust factor. You know, it's amazing to me that, that I've had this happen in my life, and I'm sure all of you have. You know, you're just so praying about something, and you're praying about something, and it might have been months or years ago, and the Lord just so amazingly comes through, and you see the light, and it's unbelievable. It's, oh, Lord, it's so amazing. You know what? I'll never doubt you again, and I'm just so grateful. And then about six, eight months go by, something totally different happens, and you're right back there again. Lord, why is this happening? I don't know what's going on. Here's the deal. Is the Lord is directing you, he's also protecting you. Because you, you very easily and I very easily have, we, we've got these paths out there in life. You know, we can follow the light or we can go in the darkness. The devil lives in darkness. He wants you to make decisions when you can't see bad judgment. So here's the deal. The Lord not only directs you, but he protects you. Now that being the case, I want to give you an example out of the Bible, and I want to give you one personally. What does the Lord do? Well, look at Romans chapter 13 and verse 12. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. That's your decision. But when you decide to put on the armor of light, which is righteousness, which is peace, which is joy, which is always asking the Lord for direction, that's an armor of light that you have decided to put on. In other words, that is supernatural. You're actually going to put something on your life that's so supernatural that can see into the dark that you can't see in. No matter how you're going to think through this process, you and I can't see tomorrow. It's too dark. It's out there. You can't see it. We always look to the light. We always worship the king because his kingdom lasts forever and his kingdom will always direct you. We say every week, if you attend here, as you walk through that door, never forget the spirit that's within you is light and it directs you. And it is a he and his name is Jesus. I'll never forget, I, I mean, how the Lord so protected me in this one situation one time. Totally, totally vulnerable. Totally just so, could have really been hurt. I was in ministry in Florida, and I, I had to go from... Uh, from Naples all the way to West Palm. Now, I didn't, go over, I didn't go through Alligator Alley, which is a straight shot to Fort Lauderdale and then up to West Palm. There's a shortcut. That's what I said. There's a shortcut that you can cut through the middle of the state, and you go right through the Everglades. The only problem is for about 60, 70 miles, it's just completely, there's nothing. There's nothing there. That's fine. I got across, you know, went over to West Palm, went to see the people I needed to see in ministry, and it was all good. But there was, I was having a problem. My, the car was overheating. And I thought, okay, no problem. I'll go to uh, the gas station. So I went to the gas station. I forget how I even got to the person's house. But 
everything worked out in ministry and went back to gas station. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it all fixed for you. Everything's good. We, got it, we let it keep running, and it's all good. And, and uh, you can, yeah, am I going to be able to make it back? You know, it's, it's about an hour and a half or so, a little bit longer to neighbors. Yeah, yeah, we've let it run for a good half an hour. No problem, no problem. So, so now it's about 7 or so at night. And it's, and it's winter, getting wintertime, so it's dark already. So I start across the middle of the state. I get about halfway in. Couldn't have been any worse. It starts overheating. And I'm going, I can't believe this is happening. And it overheats, and it overheats more. And the thing just basically, I'm, I'm out there, and it just, I'm out in the middle of the Everglades. The thing just blew, they just blew up. The engine just blew up, smoking everywhere. And I just sit out down. I get this complete black, nothing, no one around anywhere. It's now later at night because I've waited for a while. And you're actually having to wait for traffic to go by. That's, that's how bad it is. And I'm like, Lord, you know, now here's, here's where I'm at with you guys. Lord, I, I'm, I'm, I went over there for ministry. I went over to do this. And, and this, this is what I get? You know, I mean... So, so now it's getting later. Now it's past, way past nine. And now there's even less people out there because people aren't going that way. They're going the smart way across Alligator Alley, not the way that I went. Anyways, so I see this truck, a trucker coming by, and he's going kind of slow. So at that time, I could run a little faster than I could run now. So I start running, and I rip my jacket off, and I smack it up on top. I thought the guy would pull out a gun, shoot me. I'm over with, you know. And I'm smacking his window while I'm running with my jacket. And so he starts slowing down more, and um, he goes, what's going on? I said, you know, I explained everything to him. He goes, well, get in the truck, you know. He says, I'll, we'll see where we got to take you to get your kind of fine light. And I get this. I'm fine like, I'm just exhausted. I'm just, you know, everything's going through my head. And uh, a couple of things happen I won't even get into. So I get in the guy's truck. And I begin to talk to him. He says, yeah, he says, uh, we start driving. And I feel the truck jerking. He goes, yeah, I think we might have a problem. <laughs> And I said, oh, man, why? He says, yeah, he says, I'm new to this, this kind of truck. And he says, I, I think we're running out of gas. I'm not kidding. I'm telling you the truth. So we run out of gas. We run out of gas, not far even up from where my car is. And, you know, fortunately, I look over to the left, and there was like a little, we had gotten far enough, there was just like a little, like, Diner, play. I didn't even understand, but there was a, there was actually, if you're old enough to understand it, there was a phone booth, you know, outside, you know, phone booth, you know. So uh, I grabbed the phone and I just start looking what's close. Now there was probably thirty or forty different, you know, tow trucking places. I didn't know what to do, so I just kind of gone on and I hit this one, and I called this tow trucking place. Now, get this now. It's, it's close to 10 o'clock at night, and a guy answers the phone. And I begin to talk. He says, yeah, he says, uh, I, yeah, I got my tow truck. I'm, I'm actually, I, I'm never here at night, usually like this, but uh, I just happen to be here because I'm, I'm doing some body work on my truck. So I go, oh, man. I said, here's my situation. He goes, all right, give me a little while. I'll be out, you know. So here I'm waiting about an hour. Here he comes out, you know. 
We go back. We got to go back and get my car. We go back. I find, we, he towed me 100 miles. That's how far we had to tow me. Told me 100 miles. We made it back. You know, couldn't thank the guy enough anyways. But what I'm getting at is this. Every step of the way of that, I, I will never forget that. Pitch black. I had no idea what was going to happen to me. But the armor of light of Jesus was protecting me. Now, here it is. You can't see it. I can't see it. But it's a matter of us putting that armor of light on every day. See, that same light that directed the wise men, that had them follow the path of Jesus, brought them to Jesus, and then even being divinely warmed, showed them how to go back home. The light always goes with us and before us. Always. Recognize in any situation, no matter what is going on in your life, Jesus is there with you. And there is a supernatural light that you can't explain that will always, always direct you. And even not as a GPS system. Let me go this far. Even though you might be in a situation where I was and you don't understand what's happening right now, if you're willing to still follow his path, see, this is where we go wrong. We get bitter, we get angry, and we get discouraged. And we say, you know what? I'm just going to do this my way. And we walk off the bright path into complete darkness because we make the decision on our own. And the Lord's saying, I'm here to tell you it's not easy. And I'm here to tell you that you're going to be in situations, but all the way along know that Jesus is the giver of light, the true light. And that's why Jesus came. Jesus came to give you light and to give you love. And he came to give you light, not only for this life, but forever. When Jesus said, I am the way, that means I am the way, meaning he is the way. You'll never get lost. He said, I am the way. He's the truth. He will never lie to you. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and he is the life. What the life that he gives you is the abundant life. Jesus is the way. You'll never get lost. He's the truth. He'll never lie to you, and he is Always, always the life. He will give you the life that you're looking for. If you're so willing in the midst of darkness to see his light. You say, Dallas, how do I do that? The way that you do that is you just got to trust him. It's not complicated. I'm not here to give you 5.6. You've just got to trust him. Let's close with this. This time of year, you know, it, it, it's, it's we give, we exchange gifts, you know, and, and all the different things you give. And, and I want to close with this today, and we see even what the wise men gave Jesus. And we know why Jesus came was to give us eternal life and to give us life and life more abundantly. And we see this time of year in the book of James I wanted to close with today in James chapter 1 and verse 17. That every good gift and every perfect gift is from 
above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. In other words, when the Lord gives to you and I in your situation for what you need and what I need, it's exactly what you need. Exactly what you want, exactly what you ask for. Maybe not right then, but you'll look back like I have. And you always say, Lord, you got it right. Never forget when I had my foster son, uh, we, uh, you know, and he was up here many Christmases with me. And uh, and our family just got him all kinds of gifts and everything. And and, uh, we'd gotten one of the gifts mixed up. You know, we got one of the gifts from one of the cousins that, that we actually got mixed up with his, you know. So he's just tearing through these, you know. I forget, let's see, at the time, I don't know if he's probably seven, maybe. I think, anyway. So he's just tearing through all these gifts, you know. And one of the gifts got mixed up with, with one of the girls that's a cousin. So he's ripping through, and he rips through this box, and there's a dress in there. <laughs> And, and he looks at it, and he looks at it, he looks at it, he takes it, he just throws it as far as he can across the room. And we start laughing. <laughs> it's got all mixed up. Here's the deal. The Lord is never going to get mixed up in your life. He's never going to get it wrong. There's no variation of shadow of turning with his light. And his light, when we look to him, what he gives to you is perfect. When he gives you the gift of whatever it might be, it's perfect. All of you are going through something different. And exactly what you need, he's going to give you. If you trust him. If you're willing to do the same as the wise men. What would have happened... As they followed the light every step of the way, they saw the light for months. They followed the light. The Spirit of God directed them. They came and they found Jesus, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. But instead of taking what Jesus had warned them in a dream, what God was telling them, instead of doing what God warned them in a dream, and so they went back a different way to their own country. No, what if they would have said this? You know, if we go back and tell Herod, man, we, this is going to be good for our pocketbook. This is going to be good. Because we did exactly what we said we were going to do. We found where Jesus was, and we're going to get something from this. That was theirs and ours sometimes, our own way that we think. That is a temptation. That is a way that we all face in this life. And some of you, including me, are always tempted to try and figure it out our own way. Instead, God tells us that he's going to give us what is perfect, what is exactly what we need if we trust Jesus. I can't do it for you today. You can't do it for me. Let me close with this. Yeah, I've been over at one of the hospitals uh, recently, last week, and a buddy of mine I've done ministry with on and off. Uh, 
younger than me. He's probably, I don't know, 59 maybe. And uh, he had a stroke. Sole provider for his family. He's got six kids. He's in ministry. I why? Lord, I, I, Lord I, I don't get this. I, I don't, I... I don't get that. And all this time, for years, he's had to take care of his wife because she's she's had a, a, a disease, and so he's had to take care of her all these years. And finally, she's gotten a lot better. But all this has hit their family, and he loves Jesus, and they love Jesus. So I go in the hospital room to see him, you know, and he couldn't be. Well, let me just say this. I could feel the warmth of the light of Jesus in that room. He wasn't bitter. He wasn't angry. Yeah, he didn't understand. He couldn't figure it out. But he still was going to trust Jesus. And when we're willing to do that today, we give room for the Lord to give us whatever we need so we can see further down the road. And all the way along, as we travel, he's the giver of light. He's the giver of perfect gifts. And you'll never get lost. And he will always tell you the truth. And you will have what the Bible tells us in God's word, a joy and a peace that you know you're going to get there. Because Jesus, he's the real way. He's the only way. And that's why the wise men worshiped him. Because he's the king of kings. And he's the Lord of lords. Worship him today. Let's pray. Sir, heads are bowed today. So many times this time of year, there is so much emotion with growing up and you look back with your family or things that you wish you could have done different or just it's that time of year and there's emotion involved. Your mate's not here, been through a divorce, there's an illness, you lost your job. I don't know what it is, but I know this. And it might even be kind of dark. But Jesus is the light. And you know what God's word tells us? In him, there is no darkness. None. So in your circumstance, don't look at it. Follow the light. Follow the light. And he'll direct your path. Whatever it might be today. And his word tells us, The affliction of the righteous are many, but God always conquers them all. That's what he does for you and for me. So maybe you're there today and maybe it's this time of year. I want you to know that that light gives you warmth and love and will always, always direct you. Father, we thank you today that we celebrate you, Jesus, why you came into this life to give us 
life and life more abundantly. And Jesus says the wise men followed that light and we want to follow you, Lord, and we know who you are. We worship who you are today, not just to give gifts this time of year, but to understand that we, we have arrived here today, this day, to let you know we believe that you are the King of kings and Lord of lords. So, Jesus, we ask you, if there's one here today that is in that complete darkness, that wants to follow you and they've seen your light today. May they come and accept you. As Ben leads us today. And Jesus, we will give you the praise. In 